two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Okay, and we're back. Nice. On, Here we are. On the podcast. I am uh, I'm the uh, mausoleum of Halle Carnassus over here. And we have the uh, Hanging Gardens of Babylon joining us, I think, uh, in Glaze. Glaze Glazer. Yeah. So welcome. I'm... Welcome, Glaze. I'm here. Malcolm Glazer. I, uh, I myself am the Colossus of Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll be that statue, uh, this the giant statue in Brazil. Is that a statue that has to get torn down, oh, or is that going to stay up? Touchdown, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you think he'll stay up? Oh, oh. sounds like the uh, sounds like the Hanging Gardens of Babylon over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven Wonders is that what we're bar- what tree we're barking up, and the, what tree the dog was barking up? Yeah, I think it was Seven Wonders until. Glaze got in there. I don't know what you were going for, Glaze. I thought he was one of the Seven Wonders, too. Maybe the modern Seven Wonders? Seven Wonders uh, of the modern world? Is there a difference to modern wonders and the ancient wonders? I think they're the same ones. <laughs> I don't know. Wonder experts here? <laughs> the Wonder Years. Uh, one Direction. Oh, I... I um... <laughs> wonder. <laughs> that being a wonder example. <laughs> I think they're different, but I don't know what they are. I mean, uh, I feel like the the pyramids should make it into both because they're still around. Something's still around anymore. Um, <laughs> Maybe they're only modern. But, How old could they really be? Right. 20, 30, then, 40 years? Like the Colossus of Rhodes probably never even existed. That's just something like people told stories about. And then the uh, Lighthouse of Alexandria, that's ne- never existed. So I think the difference is the ancient ones never existed except the pyramids. <laughs> And then they're also in the modern ones. And the mausoleum of Halicarnassus, of course. And then every once yeah. in a while, you get a wrestler, a WWE wrestler, and they say, it's the eighth wonder of the world. And um, it's just a guy, just a big guy. <laughs> a big show or something. Yeah. <laughs> just a guy that's a little bit bigger than everyone else. Andre the Giant, yeah, he was yeah, who is many, a friend of the podcast. How many eighth wonders, are, yeah, <laughs> how many eighth <laughs> wonders of the world do you think there have been? Eight. <laughs> yeah, probably like six from each sport. You know, the the six biggest baseball players ever, the six biggest football players ever. I don't need to go on, but I'd like to. The six biggest no, um, hockey yeah, the, players. Right. there. I don't know that there's ever been a hockey player above. Tallest hockey player would be interesting. There was just like a <laughs> seven-foot hockey player for no reason. Like his height had nothing to do with how good he was. <laughs> I think there's a really tall and uh, and also happens to be black hockey player. Is that right? Yeah. He just decided to hit all the things that hockey players never are. Yeah, all wow. In, in Cover it all with one guy. Nice. They call yeah. him the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they don't just put a big, a huge, tall, big, fat eighth wonder of the world in as the goalie of the hockey <laughs> And then just, you can't get the puck past him because he's too big. Yeah. There's no room. Right. And make the hockey stick just, a you know, a church hall basement table, too. You know, just <laughs> really big hockey yeah. yeah. And make the hockey puck the Colossus of Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, what's the rule about hockey sticks? Make those way bigger. The goalies, anyway. They, pr- they probably have to be a specific size, you know, as big yeah. as you want. Or <laughs> as long as it's the same size as the Colossus of Rhodes. <laughs> no smaller than the Colossus. That's the upper limit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has to be as big as you want or a little bit less. You know, that's, that's the one rule. Right, you have to be just like a little bit disappointed. That's the only rule. Like, ah, I would, I would go a little bit bigger than this. I really would, but okay. <laughs> But yeah, honestly, there's no rule about the how big the guy can be, right? You're allowed to be as fat as that, that's. I could see that going down a really disturbing path. The same way that you know they breed athletes in other uh, 
areas. Like they hold kids back a year for Texas football and they do all this other shit. If they just start fattening up these Canadian boys at the age of like 11, he's going to be a hockey or whatever, however that, yeah, he's going to be a hockey goalie, eh? And they just fatten the hell out of them until they're the size of a goal. And then they live for two years, get get two years in the NHL until they die. Yeah, or um, you can, like, you know how in, I think it was the Muppets and maybe also the cartoons, they stack up children, like three or four or five tall, and put yeah. a really big coat around them. Right. They could also put, like, five or six people sideways and put just a big shirt on them. <laughs> People sideways stacked. <laughs> yeah. And just stick a pair of skates under, like, shove a pair of skates underneath that. Yeah, see, it's a, it's a person. <laughs> yeah, it's like the one one guy's left foot and then another really far away guy's right foot. Yeah. And then they're all just holding each other up somehow. <laughs> they're all clearly squirming on the ends, too. <laughs> this is a... Uh... It's probably a matter of pride or something like that, but I, I don't know. Have they thought about just maybe don't don't have such a big goal back there? <laughs> a little a smaller one. You know? <laughs> yeah, Make that that's a, a good point harder. too. Right, and that way they wouldn't have to fatten the kids up. Yeah, I still let's go with the fattening approach. Probably just because just it'll make a documentary thing. better. Like it'll be, it'll have everything. It'll be sports. It'll be my six hundred pound life. It'll be they'll have them dating in there too. So there'll be something like the Bachelor, ninety day fiance. It could really be an all encompassing. One hit one or not one hit wonder in the good way. One stop shop is what I'm trying to say. Excuse me. Yeah. You get everything there. Some ice scientists trying to figure out how to make (laughs) it so it doesn't crack under this 7,000 pound man. Right. A murder unfolds and like it's a whole true crime (laughs) situation on the side too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then fat Canadian goalie camp. I love the idea. Did we get all the uh, seven wonders? I think Colossus of the Roads is the final. Yeah, Colossus of the Roads is is like the final three all in one. That's like its blanket name, I think. Colossus of the Roads, Mausoleum of Palacarnassus, Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the the, uh, Great Pyramids, uh, the Lighthouse of Alexandria. I don't remember uh, that one at all. The Statue of Zeus, right? Where are you getting this stuff from? Mm. You looking it up or are you just going off the dome? Absolutely not. Right straight off the... Uh, we said all of... Those are just listing what we said. And then the Statue of Zeus, and then there's one other one. They're all just yeah. statues? Is, is that what they used to be? Uh, the Colossus of Rhodes was a statue. And the Statue it, of Zeus must have been a statue. No, that was a mausoleum, actually. It was a statue of one of the 600-pound Canadian goalies. <laughs> 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 the first ata- uh, adaptation which was, of course, the six people lying on their stomachs on top of each other and then shoving a pair of skates underneath. But there was no need to get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I guess that is all, all of them. There's one more that's missing. I don't know. I, I, other than if we're oh. not... If we're, if maybe uh, one of Mount Rushmore. Eight. Could it be Mount Rushmore or something like that? Oh, that is one of the modern wonders, I think. Yeah, Mount Rushmore, really? yeah. Huh. Yes. What about the ones that are just like rock stack? Oh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge, right? Yeah. That's, that's got to yeah. be one. Oh, I don't think so. The I don't nice think one. that's one of the seven wonders. The Easter Island head statues. That's a good one, too. Maybe the Bay of Pigs. Was that one? Yeah, I think so. I think it was... <laughs> That's at least one of the modern ones. I don't know if it That's goes all the way the, back. It might have been one of the ancient ones too. Okay, I think you're right. Actually, <laughs> I think the invasion was the new was one of the newer ones. Yeah, with just the bay itself of the, of the pigs was the, one of the old ones. But... <laughs> yeah, the pigs was one of is like the most modern, like today. So it goes, yeah. yeah. The pigs themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, modern wonders of the world. And then there are other just ones that are probably really insulted, like really other good, just like the Rocky statue or whatever, like whatever other ones that are just damn good that are like, okay, how about redoing this once in a while? Let's, let's start it. Let's start an award ceremony and like make this thing fair. It's just, they basically did an award ceremony a thousand years ago and they haven't done it since yeah and i don't even know if it was a thousand years ago again i don't even know if these things ever existed but somebody just like 20 years ago was like <laughs> uh i'm gonna just say say these things were the seven wonders of the ancient world like 
Yeah, I agree. It's completely not fair. Do it. Yeah, do a vote every year. And we can then that can be part of the the statue removal for other reasons too. You know, just have it be the whole statue committee, and it's it's an educational group. It's a it's an action group. It's a it's a it's a, a family run of the gun group. Right. Which that which are the things that should be voted the the seven wonders of the of the world this year, and then which of them should we go tear down? Because yes. who cares? Right. Yep. Yeah, we vote them out. It's like the relegation process in uh in like European soccer, I think. Like, hey, if you weren't good enough, you're out. You're like lowest team, you're out for next year, whatever it is, something like that. Yeah. So you got to keep. You're in, you're out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So look, we we could start our own committee. Just like, what what do you guys like out there as far as uh either and and it could be like let's let's make the rules a little a little more loose. Uh, it could be just. A nice, you know, it doesn't have to be like some old rock piece of crap. It could be something, you know, something we don't even know about yet. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say there's a deli near my house, Luigi's Deli. Throw yeah. that in the mix. Absolutely. A delicious, Wonder number one, authentic Italian deli. No problem with that. <laughs> They're all just Italian delis in I'm Baltimore. I think if there's any delis near me. <laughs> <laughs> Now remember, uh, guys, it doesn't have to be a deli. I don't know. I'm trying to yeah, think. Yeah, I know. Please, I keep just down. Think there, trying to yeah, think. I think there is a deli uh, nearby. Is cats a deli? <laughs> yeah, throw them in the mix. What counts as a deli? What makes something a deli? Does it have to be called a deli? <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the old, like, like stone stuff, used to be called delis. <laughs> Yeah, the druids back in the day, the guys who wore those cloaks and stuff, they they had a couple delis, I think. I feel yeah. like there was Where else would but, you have gotten those those cloaks? You know, you gotta kill the animal and then you get the meat. What are you gonna not eat the meat? You chop it up and make a deli. Chop it up, serve it, sell it at the deli, get yep. yourself a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> Trade all the meat for the cloak, because some other guy, you it was a classic tug of war. The other guy got the skin, you got the thing. Trade it, trade it, you know, Trader Joe's. Trader Cloaks, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Druids, I, you know, also a funny thing, like just these, uh, I, that's like more getting back to secret societies and, and uh, you know, but like stacking up these gigantic rocks. Yeah, uh, who were the Druids? What were, they were stacking rocks? I think they stacked up those rocks. Glaze, there were the uh, rock stackers. The yeah. rundown on the uh, Druids. Right? I've been meaning to look into it. There's a park around me called Druid Hill Park, oh, and I yeah. assumed it was made by a guy named like John Druid. Didn't really think much of it. Turns out it wasn't. Uh, it was made okay. by the Druids themselves. Wow. No, it was made by some Scottish guy, and he just had a lot of land. Probably was in whatever secret society the Druids were. And they met. That's how they met. Yeah. Turned it into a zoo. Yeah, they got a zoo over there. Is that they do have a zoo right in the middle of the park? Yeah, that's still the the Maryland Zoo over there. Maryland Zoo, yeah, it used to be Baltimore Zoo, probably. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe it is. No, I think it's the Maryland Zoo. They just decided. How about that? It's know, kind of an honor when like something in Baltimore is the Maryland something. You're like, okay, yes, we're representing this. Like the Maryland State Boy Choir is in Baltimore. Like, yes, we are the official ambassadors of the state or whatever. I can't believe I just accidentally took pride in something. The National Aquarium, the whole the National Aquarium. That's not bad. Yeah, but I, I heard a story that they just called it that. Like no one asked. <laughs> they didn't ask anyone if they were allowed to call it that. They just did it. The official aquarium of the entire world. Right. The <laughs> official aquarium of the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a really good idea. Just in whatever you're going to name, you know, something completely unrelated to sports. <laughs> that's what they did in minnesota right just mall or mall of america or not oh, yeah. wherever it is minneapolis uh and st paul it's in both of them yeah somehow. they just kept pushing like thing by thing it was like mall of the neighborhood mall of and, they, and it's it's none of those things and they just got all the way to america and we're like all right we we, we made both it is, yeah we can go farther yeah. but why try you know right we're, we're good yeah. enough we're not all of the world the official mall of Kanye West. Just name, <laughs> yeah. name your mall, whatever you want. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Uh, I am, I am uh, Amadeus Q Mozart over here. Nice. Amadeus Q, is that what you said? 
Amadeus Q Mozart. Yeah. Nice, like a Harvey Q Petermuth style. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Harvey Do Q. We know Peterman. his middle name. I don't know. Is it not Mo anyone have Wolfgang that? Amadeus Mozart? His middle name is Amadeus. Okay. Wolfgang Amadeus Q Mozart. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We'll find a reason to have to cut this out because we can't have Tup not knowing Mozart's name at, right at the front here. <laughs> yeah, there was a real problem with the quality. <laughs> um, uh, there's, there's no obvious evidence that I didn't know his name. It could have been a bit. Oh, that's true. So, that's true. Good. I've got this email you sent me earlier talking about Amadeus Mozart <laughs> saying yeah. it wasn't a bit. And then well, a whole side group text about how Tup doesn't know Mozart's name. Yeah, but you know I like to set up a bit. I do, yeah. In 10 years, this is Tup's perfect bit. In 10 years, he'll have some like, some, like uh, amazing uh, sculpture he's been working on that like completely ties this whole joke together. And he'll just sit there patiently being able to like stew perfectly with no resentment and then reveal the bit in 10 years and have it all be worth it. <laughs> Some statue of yesterday's newspaper of him holding up yesterday's newspaper. Right. <laughs> and then like the words, I knew what this was. Right. I knew his name was Wolfgang. Holy shit. Yeah. Written right on. Right. It. And like you zoom in on his pocket and there's evidence that like, I, <laughs> I, you know, right. I knew that Wolfga uh, Mozart's name was, and then you're like, oh, shit. And then he still gets it wrong on that, too. But that's just a brain slip. Damn. And that ruins the whole thing. That's that. I, I do have the capacity for that, to plan something out for 10 years and then just forget one, forget the most important thing of all. Right. Which was like whatever the... <laughs> yeah. Whatever letter I was supposed to say his middle name was. Right. I accidentally get it right. I wonder if, I wonder if Wolfgang was a common name back then. It sounds pretty weird. Right, but maybe, Wolfgang, but yeah, I, I want to say that it probably was. I think it was probably there, like William. Okay, that's that's why uh, he was going more with Amadeus Q out in public. <laughs> yes, yes, when he was, right. That was his stage name for a while when he would perform uh, when he would perform in the bodegas and stuff back there. And um... <laughs> <laughs> Big bodega musician was that. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no such thing as a bodega musician but mozart the most famous musician of all time was one um <laughs> best there ever was yeah and i'm sure there is such a thing as one i've just never run into one not a lot of space no 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 but you're up in a yeah you know, if you got a guy who run, runs a bodega who was a good uh talented musician he's up on a stage back there already yeah so. that's perfect yeah on like a if you could squeeze in a few uh like a minute of a song here, a minute of a song there, and that's your gimmick back there? You get, yeah. have a tip jar? Oh, man, that's a good gig. And you just got to make sure... Have cashier running? Yeah, you got to just make sure that um, you're just the right amount of busy because if you're slammed, you're never going to get it in there. If you're too slow, you're just going to be playing. And then you got to make sure you're, I think, good on top of it too because then you're just going to turn people away who would otherwise walk in and buy something. A lot to think about. Yeah, a lot of planning goes into becoming the... Which is why we're ever. asking for your investment, Sharks. We <laughs> we would like to... We think that music is the future of bodegas. Take Candace over here. She started her first bodega, and it's all these, like, white college women taking these bodegas over because they, like, play ukulele and sing while they're serving, while they're bringing people out. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea. <laughs> Glaze doesn't even know what a bodega is as a uh, as a Baltimore guy. We're we're, we're yeah, completely I've dabbled. New York bodegas I've dabbled. Seven Eleven is buying, Baltimore. Buying a beer or two. Yeah, Seven Eleven Royal Farms, modern day bodegas. Yeah. No musicians have ever once thought about performing there though. Yeah, how do you get how do you get musical performance in there? Like maybe I I bet shelf space is at a premium in a Seven Eleven. But I'm thinking if you can if you can get a big loan. Use that to get shelf space, like code yourself as a product, get yourself into a 7-Eleven. And then what you need there is for all of the greatest songwriters in the world to write you one song. And you get that uh, three minutes of shelf space in that one 7-Eleven for $650,000. But that song's perfect. What, and then those people see it and you're made. What I, you want to do is you want to put the musicians behind 
the drinks in the cooler. That way, if it's oh, really yeah. good, people want to see them. Then they got to buy the drinks <laughs> to make space yeah. to see the musicians behind the drinks. <laughs> and then you kind of solve two problems at once. Wow, One is you get music genius. in a bodega. The second is that the drinks are all moving. Right. And when you put more drinks in there, you re- replace them, and it keeps cycle keeps going. Right. Yeah, and, that, that, and then yeah. the customers have to keep drinking those drinks because otherwise they're going to get warm because you're, you're they're holding the doors open so they could see the he, see and hear the musician. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> or maybe it starts with the musician you can't hear it until a certain amount of drinks are purchased. So you're incentivized. It's like you got to drink 3 whole gallons of milk. <laughs> 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 right there in the store to be able to hear one original song from this unknown musician. <laughs> I think that's the kind of thing that people are willing to do, though, you know? I do, too. Uh, people... Do they have bathrooms in bodegas up in New York? I think if you're uh, their best friend, you can go downstairs into what, like their personal space, uh-huh. maybe. Like, I feel like if I walked in with an emergency, I could use the restroom in two bodegas. But I think no is the, the answer. Not, no, no public yeah. restrooms. He's got to pee outside like everyone else right. in New York. Right. No that's is a good the, measure of a... Measure of a man uh, or woman uh, or otherwise is just how many bodegas would you be allowed to use the bathroom in? That's yeah, good, you know, I think kind, so. How good of a how good of a person are you? How how, many? how, how much yeah. of a mark have you made on society? Right, that's how they determine the Nobel Peace Prize. Like that time that um we had that cookout and we forgot cheese, so someone walked down to Subway, and I think they they didn't give it. I think it was scouts or something. They didn't give it to him, but then, like when you went to ask, they gave it to you. Is that right? There's something like that. There was something like that. Wow. That. And let's just say that's what happened because I don't remember. Yeah. Exactly no. That just details are. That just gave my uh, that gave my psyche a little twitch or something. However, you, something happened. That that something happened. Deja vu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something happened where that seemed like it might have happened. Wow. Yeah. So we had all this subway cheese. At our cookout one time. Interesting. A huge slab. I think like we went to go get two slices and he's like, oh, for you, here you go. And then just, you know, you got this big lump of cheese. <laughs> Interesting. So how many, how many subways could you walk in and get uh, a hunk of cheese and how many cheese, uh, yeah. Bowie D's does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll? Yeah. That's the measure of a person. I think that's, uh, well, if, if. I was gonna say I'm that those are low numbers probably. I'd need to get my numbers way up. One subway, two Bowie D's. I mean, there's uh, you're doing better than most people. To people be are putting up yeah. numbers beyond that. You gotta you gotta really do something to make a mark at these places because they're seeing thousands of people an hour. True. You gotta like you gotta be memorable just by the way 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 you look, by the way you dress, by something. Yeah. And then you gotta spark conversation every time. You can't let it lapse one time. It's yeah. tough too because if you don't come in there too often, uh, you know they they start to not like you anymore in a lot of these uh, in a lot of these subways. Like uh, I had a subway in Korea that I would frequent, and you know we were just thick as thieves, and they would have given me all the cheese they've they've got back. <laughs> all there. the cheese you know, off their would, back. They would have given me the cheese right <laughs> yeah. off their back. Yeah. All right. Or they, you know. Uh, they actually got an oven in, in the subway because I was like, hey, you guys don't have an oven in here for toast in the subs. And then the next time, time I went in there, they had an oven. Wow. I was like, Holy smokes. And, and they were like, yeah, it was a good idea you had it. We, should, we, could, we can get these ovens, so we got one. Holy yeah, smokes. Well, can I, have, can I have this cheese I'm, I keep asking for? And, yeah. <laughs> How many subways can you convince to buy an oven? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then I stopped going in there right after that, because uh, you know there was a subway. A subway showed up closer to my place, so I without stopped another, going in. you had to convince to get one. <laughs> yeah. Well, once yeah, once you've gotten the oven in there, you've done your your business. There's nothing more to do. Right. Yeah. My my work there was done, so I moved on. Yeah, you were the district manager, so you did. That's what the district managers of Subway do. They walk in with just like business casual and say, you know, you guys could really stand to have an oven in here. Like, oh, you seem like a nice customer, and they do it. That's proven you seem like to be a nice a... customer. You're the district manager now. <laughs> <laughs> the people behind the counter promote the guy. <laughs> 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 That's great. <laughs> they just 
drop whatever accent they had. You know what? You're now the district manager <laughs> in that dorky white voice. Uh, oh, man. Well, I didn't, have, I didn't have to clarify that, but... Um, well, you can always cut it out of the podcast later. Absolutely, yeah. And no, I think... Unless Tup's in charge, then he'll definitely keep it no, in. No, little mistakes like that are, are... You leave in and you say, my bad. Yeah, I didn't mean to just... Mm-hmm. I wasn't stereotyping that they don't have uh, American-sounding accents. Um, or maybe I was stereotyping. That was the joke, and you know, but I didn't mean any harm by it. So that kind of thing. And then you just keep digging yourself a hole like this. <laughs> and um, I've never cut anything out of the podcast, so it's... That's uh, true. It's just... Whatever it is is what it is, but yeah, live to tape. Love, I've had nothing but lovely experiences at Subway, from right down to their their spokespeople too. All <laughs> <laughs> right down to the every district manager oh, you've ever met. Yeah, right down to every district manager I've met, and right down to Glaze and I meeting Jared uh, Fogues. At the, you met the Fog man. We met the Fog man. We had a picture, but it was on before like cell phones were real items. They were just. They were they weren't toys yet. They were still like devices. Blocks blocks of wood, yeah. Blocks of wood, yeah. yeah. Children's baby's toys, right? Yeah, yeah we, uh, he was at a, a tailgate, a Ravens tailgate, playoff game. Was he skinny at that time, or? Uh, yeah, he was a medium medium sized Jared. Uh, I don't think he was the skinniest he'd ever been, but I don't think he was large. No, he had a leather jacket large, on, yeah. and uh, no Colts shirt. But he is a Colts. I thought he had a Colts shirt underneath the leather jacket. Maybe a blue polo or something. Okay, yeah, he had like you know something that showed his allegiance to what team he liked, right? But probably not something that they sold him, right? 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 Like, nothing about the kids or anything like that <laughs> on the shirt. On the shirt, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was something he liked to do. That like made him feel alive. He'd wear just on just out of sight from his leather jacket a, a blue polo shirt that he had embroidered. Like that was another big risk that he got off on. That said, I I love uh, child pornography. Right. right. <laughs> he, he got that embroidered just out of sight of the uh, leather jacket. Yeah, it was actually just on that same Colts shirt that he was wearing underneath, just on either side where the where the uh, you know the jacket is going to sit on either side of the Colts logo. He just uh, the logo for child porn. Yeah, the logo. They have like one of those, uh, like the NBA or MLB logos, <laughs> <laughs> where it's just, yeah, damn. Dude, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, um, how could you say that? So. How could you make that subway joke? Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a wild world out there with, with tailgates and seeing people, because I was at this other tailgate and didn't see anybody. So, I mean, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he might be the only famous person I've ever seen in person. Oh, interesting. That yeah, that might be. I don't is know. Like, do you guys run into anyone in New York? Like, uh, world famous though. Like, that is probably the most famous guy. I, yeah, Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anyone else. We we, we saw um, who was that baseball player we saw walking? Manny out of the Ramirez. Yep. Yeah. We saw Manny Ramirez. Asked him to be be in the video we were shooting. He said no, and Manny became known for like like being like a chubby like baseball player kind of it's it was just the uniform he was absolutely jacked and chiseled and this was like towards the end when he was still like he's wearing baggy clothes he was absolutely in great shape so wow. yeah, it just wasn't manny it wasn't manny whatever his right name maybe it just ramirez, wasn't manny ramirez at all easily <laughs> some, that's some the case guy. easily that's the case <laughs> you you walked by him i remember you said hey manny and he went hey how's it going yeah, it was that Manny. Was, it was that's how you started the interaction. He, he's also famous for being a, a, a Latino guy, and and no, he was completely white. Uh, you know, when we saw him, which is totally weird. <laughs> you know, the uniform, yeah, uniform really does wonders. Yeah, and he was he was fat, and he had a goatee, and he was like fifty years old, <laughs> and he wore white New Balance shoes, big bulky white ones. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but it was good to see him. Anyway, I just. I just didn't know he looked like that in person. Yeah, those those are the only two famous people I've ever seen, and you were there both times. How about wow. that? Look at that. I may just run into people all the time and just don't know that they're famous because you're not there to tell me who they are. Oh, that could be. Yeah, you've just been, you have just like Brad Pitt living in your house with you. <laughs> yeah, the face blindness. I do have a touch of face blindness. Right, you've been married to Brad Pitt for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when when you guys met Jared Fogle, did you? Um, this is obviously before 
everything happened in ter- before like even rumors because I feel like there were some rumors that were coming out before he even got uh, smashed. Is that true? These were pre-rumor. Was this was long, long, long before that. Yeah, this was Jared okay, riding yeah. high. We're yeah. talking like 15 years ago. As far as you guys knew, he was just a lovable uh, pedophile. Uh, now, nah. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, he's Herbert as- from uh, Family Guy. <laughs> hey there, Marshley Arms. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay. And just real quick, what'd you guys hit him with? Nothing at all? Just, hey, Jared, can we get a photo? Or do you yeah, like, I think so. Anything? I think he had, okay. I think a lot of people were asking for pictures and he was being really nice about it at first. And then at some point he's like, no more pictures. All right, this is enough. And then, of course, Pete goes, hey, what, what about one more? And then, Got the one last picture with him. Is that wow. right? Okay, so you guys got the last one. That's great. I, I don't think I was in the picture. I think I took the picture on this. Oh, really? It was just wow. me. I think maybe I was in the picture. I want to. I wanted to say maybe you were there were in two there. pictures flying around. Because I remember I, I texted you when all the pedophile stuff went down. I was like, "Oh, Glaze, do we have that picture?" <laughs> yeah, but, I definitely spent around uh, a day and a half of a work day of you know a work week. Looking for that picture. Yeah, I would have computer just googling through my or searching through my Gmail and right looking for anything. Right, find it. You accidentally find child porn. (laughs) (laughs) You get put in the same cell as Jared. (laughs) Yeah, and then he has the picture. It turns out on a (laughs) shoved up his ass. If you guys find that uh, picture, just doctor it up so you look like a little kid, Pete. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A really shitty Photoshop job. Right, just awful, like, yeah, paper cut out, you know, kid-looking shorts and, like, a big lollipop in your hand. Right. Uh, That's interesting, though. So you guys just said hi to him, took pictures, and I guess kind of just stood idly by while he did all that stuff, huh? Yeah. There there was no pleasantries, no conversation. He was just walking up and down the tailgate, kind of showing off, like, hey, look at me. But he he was getting beers thrown at him and stuff, too, which was, like, that is, that's when... You look back at some of that, like, that, just not fucking cool at all. Like, it, it gave, yeah. it's like a um, Steve Bartman vibe. Like, what are we doing? Like, this is disgusting. Like, just, a t- yeah. Was it only that the beers were being thrown at him because he stopped taking pictures with people? No, because he was a Colts guy. Like, oh, Jared, ha, 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 like, throw beers at you. <laughs> like, that's what it was. I, I wasn't doing it. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Right, I just I'm from this city. Right, I'm from this city. That's and really I just all it picture. is. I was just showing my picture. You like this, you like this team because you're from that city. You don't like the team otherwise. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yep, that, that I could be talked out of that in a second. That's oh well, I grew up here in the city, but then I can also I like both of them. Who cares about the city? And I like yes, we like the city. I like both of them. We love the city, don't we? Folks? We love the city, don't we, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's crazy that you guys just kind of condone all of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, actually, I think uh, this. there's no way to have anything funny come of this, but I think that uh, sometimes we're also a, a podcast that explores these kind of ideas of how things are changing, but I think that pedophilia is actually not a problem. <laughs> that's true. no no uh because <laughs> the pedophilia is just like you can be a pedophile and not do anything about it so there's people out there oh. i guess and and we're like kind of shaming them for something they can't control so it's pederasty or something like that is like the act of doing the thing hmm. and uh of like acting on it or maybe doing the child pornography or whatever that kind of all right of stuff. fine you've already convinced me it's okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so you know just just trying to open some minds here on the podcast <laughs> holy cow uh, well thank you yeah no i it didn't take long as we're a big I can be talked into anything podcast, and that one, like all, like all of them, didn't take long. There's a name, I think, probably for like the bestiality 
bros uh, too out there, right? Like, so th- there's some guy who wants, who is attracted to a horse or a sheep or whatever, but as long as he's not out there looking at pictures of naked horses, then uh, I think it's fine. Yeah, horse porn it just isn't them fucking at all. It's just pictures of horses because <laughs> they're already naked. Yeah, but they're underage. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, they are. That's what's illegal about it, I'm saying. That's the twist. Yep. Um, but no, that's something. How about that? that that'll be a, a movement soon. Underage uh, horse porn because we didn't, the horses didn't give us permission for them to be naked. So they should all, they should be, you know, you took pictures of them when they were a baby and distributed them in, in National Geographic. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Um, but you know what I mean? You know, it's it's just because just you want to, uh, just because you want to get out there and hook up with these uh, giraffes or whatever, it, th- that's fine. You're, we're not policing your, your thoughts. It's not your fault for, you right. know, just don't do you it. can't control. Just don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't, yeah. Just don't have those thoughts. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. I am a fire hydrant. Oh. Um, I'm a fire hydrant builder. Mm. Government Building contracts? Fire hydrants. Yeah, government contracts, a little bit of private uh, private equity. Uh, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when a commercial real estate job comes up, you, uh, you you get the call to keep them safe, just like everyone else. <laughs> With by putting a fire hydrant in front of their house. <laughs> you guys do any uh, novelty custom fire hydrants or anything like that? Something. Where it's like a like a humongous fire hydrant, <laughs> yeah, like with real... no with no water in it. <laughs> it's a big one, or like one where it looks like you know all the water's coming out of the guy's nose or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I was thinking about have what are they? Just sinks, Out, outdoor sinks. As far as uh, I know, there's sinks that are ready to burst at the at a moment's notice. Yeah, pent up, which sinks. is just a regular sink, right? That's true. Sink, yeah, turn, a good sink will burst, yeah. Burst <laughs> pipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're just a, uh, you know, somebody drilled a hole into the pipes that, that run underneath the uh, sidewalk and they... And, and they, then they put they, this very specific looking piece of metal on top of it. Yeah. I think it's just the water that fits in the size of the fire hydrant. That's all that's in one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not, that might not be right. I think there's plugs into the wanna, sewer. You're gonna want a little more than that. Yeah, plugs into the sewer. You just <laughs> spray shit water all over. <laughs> hey, I mean, honestly, if if it's between a house burning down and shit water, there should be like an emergency plan where, like, look, okay, we know it's disgusting, but bring in the shit water. We don't have anything else. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there should be some regular water around, but yeah. Uh, Look at all the water around. They, if there's not, uh, then I would say, yeah, get, go get, get that shit water going. Right. There. And then it's just a false alarm that just throws shit all over somebody's house. <laughs> well, right. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> New prank is calling 911 on your neighbor's house. <laughs> getting them to throw shit water on it. They just right. take the, the person's word for it. They're like, they, you know, hey, my, my, na- my neighbor's house is on fire. And, and. The fire hydrant is empty nearby as well. You're going to have to use shit water. Fire is so hot you can't even see it, but trust me, it's there. I already tried regular water. We got an empty fire. We got an empty fire hydrant and an invisible burning house over on 3rd Street. Bring in the shit truck. <laughs> it's a whole separate division of the shit firemen. <laughs> it's a brown truck. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. novelty fire hydrants. So I think they do have like in uh, like in Baltimore. What was it? The things that got painted all over the city. The crabs. We had the crabs. Crabs. Yeah. yeah, right. Painted crabs. But like you know, yeah, do something fun with the with the hydrants. You might as well. They're then they're taking up space. You can't park in front of them. It's a you know right. 
also put them, don't put them where you park, put them somewhere else would be a, a fine way to deal with the problem. Yeah, that's true. Put them a place where you're already not allowed to park. Right. We're asked to ballpark 15 feet or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's a bad system. Yeah. I just put markers 15 feet away. Why are we asked to guess that? And also they're used so infrequently. Just roll the dice, park in front of them. I do all the time. If I'm getting home at late at night, like if I'd get back at 10 o'clock and was leaving at seven, I would just go right in front of a fire hydrant. Just really, you know, really hope that there's no fire tonight. Honestly, there is, yeah. You're bringing the shit truck, and then it depends no on problem. how strong. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how strong my like meant my brain is at the time. Because like, if I get too far down, a oh my god, how would I ever live with myself if they need this fire hydrant? And then I will just pull away. But other times that voice isn't there, and I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever, just go to bed, and you're you're coming well, right back here in a second. What they'll do is they'll just mess your car up. If they need to get to the fire hydrant, they'll just you know get there, and then they don't really care what they do to your car. So if it's yes, but a risk you're willing to take, I guess you're also kind of making them delay like a good 10 minutes for them to right, I was get say, their hammer out yeah. and smash your car windows and that sort of thing. Right. Slash your tires with a knife, just... Hammurabi. Yeah. But Maybe if you if you kind of just kept a fire hydrant of your own uh, nearby, like so whenever you have to park in front of theirs, then you could just put yours you know, a little <laughs> off the side. <laughs> <laughs> I can use that. <laughs> hey, I'm a volunteer shit firefighter. <laughs> 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 That's like the really bottom of the bottom. Like <laughs> they wouldn't let him volunteer for the regular fire department. You can go down but there with a shit reason, fire For whatever reason, you got to train for like 10 more years to be a shit firefighter. <laughs> it's all smell training. It would be a good trick. Uh, I don't know about trick, but you know how I, I know in Baltimore we do it all the time. Or we don't, but people do it. In New York, I'm not sure so much. But when it snows, people put chairs up to save their spot because oh, they don't yeah. want people to park in the spot. You could just put a fire hydrant up in front of the spot you shovel out. <laughs> People are not allowed to park near there. <laughs> oh, that's a Have great the shit idea. firemen move the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great idea. Uh, just a fake fire hydrant you can set up wherever you want to just save your own parking spot. And then you just take Reserve it. your spot. Take it with you on the way out. There was a, Put it yeah. right in your car and drive away. There, in, in World War II, there was a whole like... Uh, Company of the Armony uh, of the Armony, no, I uh, E Armony, E Armony. No thanks, I don't online date. Um, the there was a whole company that who's it, they hired a bunch of artists and stuff. You know about this? Have you guys ever heard about this? <laughs> you know about this? You seen uh, this? <laughs> and, and they like set up fake uh, tanks and stuff like that. They would to distract. The Germans and make them think that they were, were you know. Uh, oh, that's cool. Throw some art at people. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bunch of artists and they like built out all these like fake inflatable tanks and fake, uh, uh, you know, missile launchers, planes, whatever, all this stuff. And then so that w the when the German planes would fly by, it would look like this massive army in this place. But really, it was just like you know, 30 artists and a, a bunch guy of wimpy artists, really, really good at blowing up tanks, you know, at, in you know, just good lung capacity or whatever. So the Germans would fly, they'd fly over and they'd say, Oh, this place is already taken. We got this place. Let's go to the next place because it looks like all uh, these, their stuff's already there. Oh, that's a good idea. No, it was like more to, to make them think that an invasion was coming from a particular place, but no, it was, it, that was not where they were going at all. So it was there. They didn't look like German tanks. Oh, that's a funny idea. They could have yeah. been like, oh, hey, we're already here. I think I th that you're already taken over. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess we already conquered all this stuff. Never mind. Let's just head back. <laughs> right. I was thinking back, back then, like you don't have computers. Maybe they did, but I don't think they had computers back then. You can't really communicate instantly. So like you can't say, all right, yeah. we're good. We, we took this town. Uh, we got this one covered. So all you could do was try to see how many of your tanks were in this town when you fly over. Right. It's the only, the way, only to way to do it. Yeah. All right, let's head back. The war's over. We already uh, conquered everything, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, just using that same idea with the uh, 
with like you know mini inflatable uh or cardboard I don't, I don't know how we create this fake fire hydrant but you just throw it in the trunk of your car and then just set it up looks just like a we do one for each of the different styles in uh in uh you know the different cities and you can buy a baltimore style fire hydrant set it up outside your house nobody parks there you got park right it whenever you need it and they all and fit together so they can store nicely so you have your set of four or whatever it is for each city and they click together in a very creative way too to save space uh, and at a time when trunk space is at a premium we we got you covered you know one of those sales pitches very good yeah and then uh sharks no <laughs> <laughs> uh, i invested in yeah <laughs> it could double also if you're uh if you want to park somewhere you, you, you come home late, 10 o'clock at night. You can't find a spot. Put it in front of your enemy's car and then call the police. Say, hey, hey, this guy parked in front of a fire hydrant. Tow him away. Take him away, boys. They come. They take him away. You pick the fire hydrant up and just have a nice parking spot. That's good. Genius. Or like, let's say you, you spot a fire on the way back home. Set up the fire hydrant. <laughs> put out the fires. Aim it, aim it right at the fire, yeah. Yeah, it's a real working fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah i love this idea uh throw you know maybe a tank in there too do you set up set yeah. up a fake 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 tank on the side of the road right none of the germans come that way <laughs> set up a fake bay of pigs so if they come by they'll see oh yeah <laughs> uh, there's, there's already a bay of pigs here so i guess <laughs> <laughs> Might as well head back. <laughs> the war's already happened. <laughs> right over here, right. The the pigs and then the, the invasion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. No war. Everybody's hiding under the bay of the fake bay of pigs invasion. <laughs> <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> they all become shit firemen after the war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they just like the fire the firehouse for the shit fireman I mean, it's just the the that big septic tank or whatever and they just yeah they drive one of those around oh that's nice oh yeah that's a that's the the rough part of the job is uh just driving around in like just a, what amounts to a gigantic baby pole pool full of shit water in the back of the truck it's just an open open top you know like yeah it, it's just sloshing right. around back there and space is at a premium for the crew so they don't even have a separate cabin for them to sit they just sit nah. in the pool <laughs> yeah they ride back there like uh you know you know and they don't have any like, hoses or anything either so they just do like a handful at a time like the hands cup together <laughs> and they just run a handful over at a time but shit water stronger than regular water, so it puts out the fire more efficiently too. So, think factor that in. You guys ever go to the shit the shit plant as a field trip? When Did we? Were? No, I don't believe so. We went. Uh, it was it was like I guess the sewage treatment facility in Baltimore City or Baltimore County. Yeah, somewhere and right over there towards Dundalk, right, like Eastern uh, Urban Avenue. I, I think so. Back then, I didn't yeah. know where we were going. We got in a bus and over by the emissions place. Is that the thing that looks like those big golden lungs or no? I think so. That's what I'm yeah. picturing, yeah. That's what I've been told is what's going on over there. But okay, it was a terrible place. I don't know why they made us go there. We weren't learning about shit or water or anything. <laughs> they just took us to this Maybe. place that smelled like complete shit. For, and we were there all day. And somehow people go there every day to work. You know, people are, Yeah, nose blindness. Yeah, it must, must be some superhumans. Yeah. Nose blindness, sixty minutes episode. And I'm Andy Rooney here at the Baltimore shit plant. Andy Rooney is that the right guy? Seven thousand years old, or no, no longer. More somebody, so, like I'm Mort Staley or whoever that guy is from sixty minutes. That nine hundred year old man, morally safer. God bless him. Yeah, morally safer. Yeah, no longer able to speak. Plenty employed. Lovely. Um, he's over at the shit plant. Yeah. For the nose blindness, sixty minutes episode. <laughs> What's going on in those big lungs? Is yeah, it like I think they're just full to the brim of shit, and it's being cleaned up, being turned back okay. into water. I don't know. Well, you were there though. You, you know. took the tour. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I was really focused on how bad it smelled. I couldn't really get past much else. 
All right, but do you like climb up to the top of the lungs or anything, or is it like? I think we went into a handful of buildings, but you couldn't stay too long inside of them because it was just so it smelled so bad. Very bad smelling. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Statue of Liberty. You can walk up to the top. <laughs> you got to swim down to the bottom of the shit. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's kind of what I was picturing. Yeah, like, it's just too big. I don't. I don't even know. Like maybe it's like a, uh, like an hourglass timer, and like yeah. all the shits in there, and then it's like just it going just drips from one drips down <laughs> one to the Morley other. Morley safers down there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's gurgling a bunch of shit trying to say his name and he can't he can't talk as it is anymore <laughs> he's choking on shit <laughs> Cipher. shit spurts, spurting out of his mouth oh boy <laughs> uh, alright so not you don't it's not a uh, highly recommended tour maybe now it'll be more interesting you know I'm an, I'm an adult I'm older I yeah. appreciate you know what they're all doing back then. You know, some kid like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh this stuff smells bad." Now right. I still would act that way, but I think I like, you know, might be interested in like be wearing a mask. Yeah, you know, <laughs> film the smell. How close are we? Uh, Sm- smellifying video. Yeah. Oh, uh, smellthefilm.com. John Waters did something like that. I remember Rusty. I think had a scratch and sniff that you're supposed to scratch off certain things at certain parts of a movie. So you watch the movie okay. and it says, all right, scratch off number three now. And you smell whatever's going on. Right. That seems the- like this, the Stone Age way. Right. That's like, what we are right a now. a cheating piece of paper. Okay, we're That's on the paper close we are. Got it. Even Got though it. that was probably, you know, 40 years ago or something. All they had to pull the people off that project, probably. At least in a theater context, I think they have some theaters that have uh, a few more things going on. Like they have some theaters that have seats that move based on what's going on you're watching something 3d and then i think you, they do if somebody have gets shot you get shot <laughs> <laughs> if any character gets shot it doesn't matter you get shot <laughs> you looking at vr headsets that that can smell a certain way yet <laughs> i don't think they've oh, got go. that yet no just it's like something, some gas pumping from the corner of the, the top of the theater. Yeah. Just some some guy comes to your house. You can't see him because you're wearing the VR headset, but he's like cutting bananas near you. <laughs> yeah, mowing the grass near you. <laughs> Sorry, another person Shooting gets shot. <laughs> <in the head>. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, maybe the headphones like have got like bullets loaded in that too so somebody they just go right into your head from the earphones eventually i mean eventually we'll get there. <laughs> we're not there yet we still we're still at the guy sneaking into your house they can get away with it because you can't see i guess once it's augmented reality and you can sort of see the game in the room at the same time then they got to get a little creative well then then he just it's gonna be a guy wearing one of those green men <laughs> <laughs> the green gun shoots you in the head. <laughs> you have to get up and let him in. It just totally like breaks down the reality of it. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? So, yeah, but do you think it's in. part of the game? You don't know. The game tricks oh, right. you into doing it. Right, right. That's true. But in a theater, I think yeah, you can like send a guy there to like <laughs> he has to fill he has to fill up the uh, the fountain soda stuff anyway. So like he goes and fills up the fountain soda stuff, fills up the smell stuff, and then just does a quick pass around. Anybody needs to get shot. <laughs> you see a pimply teenager <laughs> yeah. loading, clicking his gun. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Somehow somehow it'll come out of the screen, I think. It'll get there, right. Um But look, I think while we're while we're not there yet, that's just it just creates jobs, like all the new so the more stuff like that you add into your films, um, the more really jobs cheap. you're yeah. <laughs> the more you could, you know, cast Morley Safer as one of these movie theater guys who goes around and shoots people. 
Yeah, definitely. I think we got to keep an eye out for all the jobs for sure. And so, uh, yeah, if that job's not out there yet, keep that in mind, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! They just did a shooting scene. The kid's late. <laughs> yeah. Forget forgets his gun. Complete panic job. <laughs> just has to go smash the guy with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to use a non uh, AMC Lowe's qu- issued gun, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> uh, that's what he gets. he gets written up for using his own personal gun instead of the company gun. Right, docked pays docked. <laughs> yeah, he do- he has to go to the funerals of the people he killed. Oh man, dude, dude, come on, man, why'd you have to take it there? Oh man, because I was just having fun and I felt like it. it's what we're famous for i'm a caterpillar transitioning to his uh his butterfly days all right congrats yeah the hungry caterpillar been reading a lot of hungry caterpillar lately oh yeah is that a kid's book a nice it's a nice story uh, about exactly what pete said yeah nothing more to it than that Caterpillar eat, eats, eats a lot. A lot. He eats like uh, some fruit. He eats some trash. Then he becomes a butterfly. And then I guess he dies. But they don't go. And I don't even know if it's a he or a she. They never really covered that. I don't think they covered it. Okay. And well, why does it matter, Glaze? Uh, you know, it's just good to know what you're dealing with sometimes. Or he, she, or they, or you know, there's a lot of different options out there these days. The caterpillar did not did not identify as any of them. I don't think. Didn't identify. Sure. Bigger miracle, caterpillar going to butterfly or just a hu- making a human from two humans? Ooh. I'd go with the butterfly one. Just cause, it's more just absurd. Yeah, and like where, what the hell's going on there? Those things look nothing alike. Humans all look, you know, you're smaller than the parents, sure, when you're a baby. But Right, right. At least you... This one's way smaller. This looks nothing like... <laughs> <laughs> what a failed attempt to make <laughs> one of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah they just throw the baby in the lake well let's try again let's try to make a bigger one this time okay <laughs> civilization the first yeah first 500 times to try to have babies we can't do anything with this one <laughs> we need a bigger one who can help us <laughs> Yeah, it's be a butterfly coming out of there. That is crazy. That's nuts. Has anybody gotten inside there to make sure there's not something else going on? <laughs> <laughs> They've decided to, after all these years, do the first butterfly documentary. They get a camera back there. There's just, <laughs> just some toy that, you know, some guy manufactured all these big lie. Earth is flat. Yep. Style thing. And so the, it, are you serious that this hungry caterpillar dies? No. Well, not in the book, but um, I think just... Oh, uh, you just assume. Yeah, I mean, as everything does. Glaze tells it like that. He changes the ending because he thinks it's a good lesson. <laughs> I, I wrote I wrote <laughs> in the last page. Right. Spent, on things. spent six months trying to learn the drawing style of that artist. <laughs> I, think, I think what he does, and I could be wrong, but I think he gets a lot of paper... <laughs> And cuts out shapes, and uh, oh, okay. And it's all like very interesting patterned paper. He's a very, very talented artist, Eric Carley. Eric construction Carly. paper artist. Yeah. Paper wow. Art. If you can reinvent the construction paper, you're an artist just for that in my book. Construction paper is the um, is the point of the book uh, just colors and like look at the different colors, or is the point of the book caterpillars? Uh, are people too <laughs> or something i don't know i have around seven copies in my house i can go check but uh i think it's just like this caterpillar like why is it so, why is it such a uh, famous and well-known and uh love well-loved you know, book there must have been a situation uh 50 years ago where there was only three books in the world three children's books in the world because <laughs> the ones that are popular aren't that good and there are better ones out there or at least there's ones that are like also enjoyable but uh, what's the one? Good night moon is Good night moon really yeah. bad. Like like horrible. 
That's just good night. That's just good night, and then whatever. It's just, right? yeah, it's good, just like fifty different good night, good night mouse, this, good, good night, night that. House, good night woman, good night man. It's nothing, and then they do it all over again. It doesn't night even rhyme, boy, right? I, it's not I even don't, like it might it rhyme? rhyme, but it might not. It doesn't matter. It's bad either way. But I feel like some of those children's books, even the ones that rhyme, the rhyme they're like just take a break from rhyming for like half, half you know, three pages in a row. Like it'll be like. <laughs> Good night, cat. Good night, bat. Good night, uh, something. Good night, wet. And then it's like, you know, three pages of just good night, tree. Good night, hamburger. Good night, sandwich. Whatever. It doesn't. <laughs> Lost script. They just gave up. They completely gave up on. Right. It didn't matter. Yeah, they... You know, all you had to do back then was get something out there. And well, just yeah. also just sandwich the the ones they could come up with at the beginning and the end. They're like, all right, put those other ones. Nobody will even notice. Just keep those. <laughs> <laughs> right. They pulled them in from like the cut pile of like, right. Like that's all. We have a picture of a hamburger. We have a picture of a sandwich. We have a picture of whatever. And put those in. None of that rhymes. It's fine. Right. Right. Just the nerve of somebody to follow through with making a book, too. That's another reason there were only three. Like, I think everybody thought, oh, you just have to, like, work for, like, the public, you know, just fooling the world and making a children's book, too. I think just somebody had the idea. It is a pretty crazy yeah. idea because children couldn't read, still can't, thinking, I'm going to make a book for children. It was probably, like, a crazy idea back then. <laughs> oh, God. I never even considered that piece. Yeah. Yeah. They do not know how to read. Can't do a thing with these books. They can bite them. They can lick them. But yeah, they can't read them. They do not know how to read. Yeah, they have not been given a proper education. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're famous 